Hello, this is Sam from HeyNet and I'm your host today on the latest HeyNet podcast. The subject I want to talk about today is um, with regards to how often you should be posting on your blog. I've had a couple of questions recently about how often that you should be posting on um, you know, your own blog page and I think obviously we can then extend that into how often should you be posting on social media too. Um, and also I saw a really, really amazing statistic the other day about Huffington Post, which is probably the biggest blog in the world. And I was astounded to see that they actually blog, um, they upload an article every minute of the day. So that's, that's, that's a serious amount of articles, isn't it? So I think if you work that out, that's about one and a half thousand to two thousand articles a day. Um, so obviously we're, they, they've got that amount of articles going out because they talk about everything under the sun whereas majority of us we're a question and countryside blogger so obviously we wouldn't be posting at that level I don't think anybody would to be fair so how often do you think you should be posting on your blog to keep interest your audience happy and traffic to your page I think to begin with is actually if you're a new blogger I think you need to up it a little bit more than if you're an established blogger so if you've just decided that actually yeah you want to start um, having your own blog page um, and speaking about topics that sort of really, you know, that you want to, that you embrace and want to get um, out there, then I think you need to be really posting about three or four times a week when you first start out. And then you must um, obviously have some social media page. I think that's a really vital thing to have. Um, and then you can post your articles to your social media page that are purely down to your blog. Um, Sidetracking slightly here, um, if you are starting a blog page up or if you have been sort of blogging through Facebook um, or writing some really good stuff through there and I can't emphasise enough that you really must have your own website and, and have it in its own home too. If you head to Haynet um, on the front page there is a really good article by Danielle um, from the Super Black Nova Designs team. Um, who they actually host Haynet's website as well, but they've written. She, she's written a really good article with regards to um, why it's vital that you should have a, a website, especially if you're um, a business blogger or a blogger in general, because you need to own your own website and have your own identity, really. Um, so that's slightly sidetracking here. So head over to www.hay-net.co.uk and uh, it's about three or four articles down, and then and have a have a read because it's a really good article and and and. Hopefully it will persuade you to actually have your own website, which is not a scary thing at all. And they're really great in helping you anyway. So, yeah, going back to that, I think if you're a new blogger, um, again, yeah, you need to have um, your own website where you can start posting your content. I think also with regards to your content, especially when you're new, you're probably very enthusiastic and you've got all these things that you want to talk about. And sometimes... Um, there could be a really big subject that you want to talk about. Say, for example, you've had a horrendous fall and you've had a quite a long road to recovery or your horse had some behavioural issues or, you know, there's there's something that's been going on with regards to your farm. Um, then if you've got a big story to tell, then break it down. Don't put, um, you know, a really long, laborious post because people um, sadly haven't got a great attention span these days. I think there's so much to read and look at and listen to. Um, so it'd be best if you put your what you want to say into sort of smaller episodes so keep your posts short and to the point and also I find if you are writing shorter posts the quality tends to be better if you start writing page after page you can get a bit rambly god I'm the first one to start getting rambly at certain when I start a bit of writing but I've tried to sort of contain that now and, and keep it shorter and a bit more to the point point. Um, 
and also it can entice your audience to come back. So if you write, you've written something, say initially about an accident you've had, I mean, using this as an example, you can say write, write three or four paragraphs and then write about how you went, you know, into your treatment, and it will then encourage the the reader to come back and think, well, crikey, that was awful, or you know, they really got this problem here. It will encourage your audience to come back. Um, so again, that's something I really would um, recommend that when you are writing. Uh, content keep it short and to the point and keep it really well written and and clear that you know that people can understand it clearly and then it will it will invite them to come back uh, you know and follow your your posts further on um so hopefully over that time as a new blogger you then encourage you know and I said you've got your social media pages and um you know you, you've got um an audience that's slowly building up I think once you get to perhaps six months or more then to ha perhaps reduce it um, I think the ideal is perhaps one or two posts a week, if, if, if I'm being honest. You can go up to three posts a week, which I think is fine. There are a lot of people that blog actually a day, every day, would you believe? I mean, God, hats off to them. I think I could give them an award um, because that is serious commitment, isn't it, writing every day? But if it is something that you are doing... Again, I would reiterate that actually keep the post quite short and to the point and get your, you know, keep it quite clear. Um, but God, if you're blogging every day, that, that's amazing. Um, and I think also, I mean, perhaps many of you that have listened to this have been blogging for a few years. And um, sometimes it can get every, you know, sort of the week and months go by, you feel that you haven't got anything to talk about. And I've been in those doldrums where you feel that you haven't got anything to say or nobody wants to read whatever you've wanted to sort of put out there so I think it's actually just getting into a bit of a one to get into a routine with it and to become a little bit more organized and where I've become a bit more organized is that I do tend to come up with posts or something that I want to talk about and it may be like when I'm on a dog walk or if I'm going to sleep at night I suddenly think of something so you know pop those ideas into the notes in your phone or write it down on a post-it note and then you can come back to that and perhaps have a bit of a schedule as to when you're going to write about this su subject or topic and I think also especially with our um, area that we're all interested in which is horses and, and the countryside it can be very seasonal you know we, we go through different parts of the year with different sets of challenges with regards to our animals or to our work or to our farm um, so perhaps um, you know keep in mind that perhaps keep it quite seasonal what you're doing um, and and get a bit of a schedule ahead about how you're going to write for example I'm off to the Royal Highland show in the next few days which is only happens in June and that's something I probably will write about and talk about country shows but I probably won't be writing about that in November for example because most of the shows are finished so that's what I'm saying trying to get a bit of organization and a schedule in what you're going to write about and when um, and I think if you get more organised with that, then you will find that actually every week you will have a couple of posts that you can put put um, onto your blog and you'll find that actually, you know, that will keep you more enthused and actually keep writing. I think another one, if you've blogged for quite a few years as well, I can't literate enough about actually getting some of your old posts um, back out there. And even from a Google aspect, they still um, actually sometimes are doing better than, than fresh content that you've just put out so if you've got a post um that, you, that has done really well say a year or a year and a half or so ago then get it back out there again and perhaps you know perhaps change update it change a bit of the paragraph or the writing to it um you know re-edit it again 
the things I write, I've written a year or two years ago, when I look at it with fresh eyes now, I, I fit, write it in quite a different way, and that's not a bad thing. So perhaps go back to that old posts that have done well and perhaps put some new images or something with that and get it back out there again. And you have to remember that if a post is, say, a year or two old um, and you have just sort of left it in, in your blog, uh, you know, and obviously it has gone well in the past, you've still got traffic coming to that. But also from a social media aspect, you've got um, your Facebook page or your Instagram following. That has grown in the last year or two. And a lot of those people probably wouldn't have seen it. Um, so I can't emphasise enough to get that back out there again and, and refresh it and then your followers that have only been with you for the shorter amount of time, it may be of use to them to read your post. Um, I also think if you are when you are posting uh, fresh content, um, I think if you really look at, like for example, with social media, when you post onto Facebook or Instagram, the lifespan of that post is only about 24 hours, isn't it? So you've got to keep it out there and keep momentum going. And I, when I post, I do tend to promote it over a series of two or three days. Um, and I will go back to like with Instagram stories about how you can just do a, a screenshot of that part of that post and put that onto your stories. And then 24 hours later, when that's disappeared, you can put another image of it. It just keeps the audience um, aware that you have written something that may be of interest to them. And also, again, with stories, you do have a very regular following, which um, majority of us do, but you do have people that don't follow your stories every day. So if they've only come on about once on Monday or whatever, and they've come back on Wednesday, Thursday, you can pop that post that you've done back on there to encourage them to come over to your to your web page and, and have a read. Um, so yes, keep keep your posts and keep promoting it. So once you've uploaded your post uh, to your blog, then get it to your social media page and promote it and promote it. And again, going back to older posts, get them out for promotion too. Um, you know, and I and I find um, I, for example, I wrote about losing my horse last year, which is one of my best posts that I've got um, on my on Haynet. And I still have a year on people commenting on that post, and the traffic comes from. You know, obviously, from I presume from Google, a lot of it. I haven't checked the statistics on it recently on that particular post, or from social media, and also I think it's engaging with um, your following as well with regards to that subject. So, for example, um, there was a, a lady that lost her horses a few weeks ago that I follow, and I wrote and I said to her, "God, I know exactly where you're coming from. I've been there." Um, and I did write about it, and and I put the link on there, and I'm not sort of pushing it because I wanted to read the post. I genuinely felt it might be of help to her, and she did go and read it, and she did comment on that. So that's a big, big factor as well with all of this is how often you know you're posting. It's well, it's it's getting your posts out there, engaging with your following, and getting a connection and a relationship with them. And they will, you know, the majority of them will stay loyal and will come to your blog um, and post, you know, their comments and their views. And likewise, you must reciprocate that and, and go to their blog and to their social medias and build up relationship because, you know, this blogging lark, you know, we do take time in what we put down and what we write. And, you know, sometimes we put a lot of effort into that. And it is so good to hear when people actually enjoy what you've written. They have learned something from that and they have actually put a comment on there and reply to them. If somebody take the time to say, actually, I really enjoyed reading that, please reply back to them. Don't even press the like button. Just say, God, thank you so much for taking the time. And I really appreciate that. I can't tell you 
um, how nice it is to hear somebody that actually has appreciated what you've written. Um, so that really is is my feelings on on that is to I would say blog about two or three times a week if you're newer a bit more often I think keeping your audience engaged through social media I think social media is um, it, it does change but I, I don't think to get constantly 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 posting every you know every two or three hours you know on your on your feed I mean it stories might be a little bit different but I think sometimes when you go to stories and you see the little dot lines up there and there looks like there's about oh god I don't know about 52 you think oh, I can't be bothered to go through that so that that's something as well to try and keep that happy medium um with your content and you know whether that's through your blog or through social media I hope that's been a little bit of, of um, interest to you today. Thanks ever so much for listening. I really appreciate that. Um, we have got um, some equestrian and countryside bloggers that are doing their own podcast that I want to get through Haynet podcast channel too. So that they're coming up in the next few weeks. So keep an eye out for that. I know Rhea's got a couple of subjects as well that she will um, be putting through Haynet, um, the podcast, an episode as well. But I you know she's really busy like we all are. And another subject that I am going to be talking about is I've just started judging on the Countryside Blogger of the Year Award and um, I've got quite a new following with that and I've had a couple of questions about, you know, what are we looking for um, and what's the criteria? So I'm going to go and do a bit of a, um, have a bit of a chat about that, about what we're actually looking at when it comes to judging, you know, whether you're a good blogger. Um, I have spoken about what is deemed to be a good blogger in the um, Haynet podcast. There's one of the, they're one of the, the um, first few. Sorry, I haven't got the number of which one it is, but go to Haynet and go to the podcast section and you'll see all of the podcasts there in our library. Have a super day. Thank you ever so much for listening and I look forward to uh, chatting with you again soon.